John O'Ben and Sharon. It is huge. Wow. John O'Ben and Sharon, welcome along to the program on a Thursday afternoon. Today, very exciting. Uh, one of my favourite bands, uh, 660. Uh, got a couple of boys in the studio at some stage. Yeah, today. Chris, I know Chris Max coming in from 660. Uh, and their songs, they get requested on all radio stations. We're going to get Chris to request his own song on another radio station. I know we get bombarded with calls every afternoon. Yeah, how it will go when someone from the actual band to request yeah. a song. See how convincing they are. Because well, they get bobbed off. Yeah, we'll get it on soon, mate. No worries. <laughs> Whenever a radio announcer says, yeah, we'll get it on soon, mate, no worries. There's a lot to worry about because your song's not coming on soon. <laughs> and whenever a radio announcer says, yeah, no, we'll get that prize out to you shortly, mate, again, may not happen. It's probably not going to come. Uh, Big show, though, coming up. Uh, we've got uh, Chris Mack, as we mentioned. Uh, Guy and Sam, they're still in the Edge safe house from our day show. Catching up with them. We've got some challenges to issue them. Hopefully, we'll get a step closer to finding out where in the country they are. Hidden. We need to get those boys out of there. Uh, but next, Guy Williams. Get them, get them out of here. Get, get my guys out of here. <laughs> Gotta get my guys out of here. Uh, but tonight on the TV show, John and Ben, Guy Williams. Uh, investigates a big thing in Napier. Yeah, right? he's exposing Napier's dark, dark secret. <laughs> and we'll tell you what that dark secret is next. You should be ashamed, Napier. <laughs> I don't know if you should. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Tonight on 3, 7.30, uh, Jono and Ben back on the telly. And uh, we've been really enjoying... Uh, yeah, well, you're already on the radio. <laughs> yeah, Kai Williams uh, this year. Uh, investigating stories in small town New Zealand. And Guy joins Mate. us from a small town of Walkworth right now. Guy Williams. Hey, thanks for having me on the show, guys. It's the first time you've said anything nice about my segments in seven years. Hey, I've always loved your segments, mate. I've dragged oh, you. Oh, that's what they all say, mate. That's <laughs> what my dad did. Yeah. Your segments are my, you're the best part about you. <laughs> okay, okay. That's more like it. Uh, Guy, uh, tonight you've, you've unearthed something in Napier. I was trying to figure out why you guys were calling me, and then I just realised it's to plug your own TV show. Our TV show. But then disguise it so it doesn't look like a plug for the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, today, I, this, this, tonight, I uncover one of the greatest mysteries and scandals in New Zealand history. Okay. What? I went to Napier, a city that has two countdowns directly across the road from each other. And he's, he's not lying. I've seen you've shown... How are you not amazed by this? I am two amazed. Countdowns, <laughs> you walk out of one countdown, you cross the road, and you're in another countdown. I, that, we are amazed. Well, no, to be honest, I'm like, that's unusual, but I don't know if I'm amazed. If anything, it sounds like the rebranding of it. Show, mate. That's the best thing we've ever done. There's two countdowns. Two of them. So you can be in one countdown and see another countdown out the window. And so, meterage apart, what are we talking, 100 metres? Oh, less than that. I'd say from, count, from car park to car park, 15 metres max. But um, from countdown to countdown... Maybe a hundred meter from door to door. Because you, uh, you did your report and you got removed from the premises. You think they're hiding something? I think there's a conspiracy here. There's a, um, it, it runs deep. It runs all the way to the top. This is a story I'm taking to the mayor of Napier. It's such a big controversy. Why do they need two countdowns? And what do they? What secrets do they have that they're not telling me? This level of like stupidity is what makes New Zealand great. Am I right? Uh, yes, you are. Yeah. They and should advertise this. Like around the world is like a tourist attraction. Yeah. New York City used to have the Twin Towers, RIP. Kuala Lumpur had their Twin Towers. Wembley had the Twin Towers at Wembley. 
Now Napier has the twin countdowns. What an amazing feat. <laughs> He'll come from all around the world to see that. One of the wonders. Yeah. One of the wonders of the world. Well, Guy, earlier today, earlier today before the show, Ben and myself, we uh, got the numbers for both of the countdowns and we called, yep. them, called them at the same time to try and find out which one was the best countdown. Wow. This is good investigative reporting. Good afternoon, Captain Chicago Park. Here's Brianna. How can I help? Hello. Hi there. Hi. This is Brianna from Chicago Park. How can I help? Oh, well, it rang here, and I was like, what's happening? Oh, that's weird. It rang here. Sorry about that. No, yeah, I don't know what's happening. I thought, hmm, that's funny. It's come up with an ID number. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. all right. Okay. okay, thanks anyway. What are you hiding? Bye. What are you hiding? All right. Bye. What are you hiding? You, you can't just go over the top. What are you hiding? <laughs> no, you can't just go over the top. What are they hiding? What are they hiding? They're not hiding anything. They're just two great countdowns. So let's throw it out there. Napier, of course, famous for two countdowns directly across the road from each other. What is your town famous for in New Zealand? Maybe it's not famous that we know about it, but it should be famous for that. Oh, there's the Hitler tree in Timaru, isn't there? Yes, there Hitler, is. Hitler gave a tree to Timaru Boys High School. Yeah, and they got a tree there that was given um, yeah, given to the school. They don't talk too much about the Hitler tree for obvious reasons. No, no. No, if I had a Hitler tree, I'd it try to It was given get... to people that represented... Uh, at the Olympics that were yeah. in Berlin, right? There's the uh, the lady with the shopping trolley and the wooden leg in Mochiwaka. Things like this. Is there? Yeah. Okay. I went to Mochiwaka once. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? Well, <laughs> I was lucky to get out. It was a crazy, crazy weekend. <laughs> <laughs> were you actually at Mochiwaka or were you like <laughs> in your and shed I, at home? <laughs> and I think there was a lady with a wooden leg in a shopping trolley. Oh, John, I may have just made that, that one up. Kate joins us on 0800 The Edge. You're hopping on this conspiracy bandwagon. Yes, definitely. There's one in Highland Park as well, <laughs> both beside each other. Oh, they're not across the road. They're next door to each other, double countdowns. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have a favourite one? Um, no, I don't go to either of them. <laughs> i got to pack and save across the road. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yep. And, you know, apparently there's double countdowns in Christchurch. Johnsonville, someone said before. Wellington. Glenfield. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. What is this? What is this? What have well, we unearthed? I think we've unearthed the countdown's quite a popular supermarket chain. <laughs> I think that's what we've unearthed. <laughs> so uh, we're just doing a segment right now on the radio. Why is your town famously not famous? A little thing that everyone in your town knows about, but maybe not the wider population. Right, two countdowns that we didn't know about till today. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. All right, Daniel's with us. <laughs> Why is your town famously not famous, Dan? Uh, yeah, well, basically what happened was uh, when they were laying out the town back in the day, uh, one surveyor started at one end of the town and one started at the other. And they got to roughly sort of the middle of the town and they were a road was out. So apparently they couldn't come to an agreement, so basically they just left it and put a big kink in the middle of the road. Oh, they were trying to match a road from one end of the town <laughs> to the other end and they didn't match yeah. up in the middle? Yeah, correct. So like the left lane was in line with the right-hand lane. So, um, yeah, they couldn't... I don't know what was going on, but anyway, they just left it the way it is and now... Pretty much every street in the town has got a big kink right in the middle of town. Wow. There you go. Milton, the town yeah, for its famous, yeah. famous disjointed roads. <laughs> kinky roads and kinky <laughs> residents. <laughs> there you go, new slogan. Milton, we're kinky. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> no residents. Any way you want. That's what we say. <laughs> Here in Milton. Harry's with us on 0800 The Edge. Has a, why is your town famously not famous? Oh, um... We, we have like this homeless man. Oh, we have this man who walks backwards all the time, just around, around fielding. 
Yeah. Oh, you got a backwards walking man who's homeless, not homeless. Uh, oh, just yeah, a bit I of a disagreement it. about uh, <laughs> yeah. a backwards walking man in fielding. Okay. All right. I'd like to just walk backwards everywhere to mix it. I've always wanted to drive from here home in reverse. And if that's possible, because you know if you're in a rental car and it you know, goes on the cage you've ticked over, if you drive in reverse, it does the clock doesn't go up. Oh. Yeah, a little tip there. So if you're wanting to uh, save some money on the rental department, <laughs> just drive backwards on the road. I don't know if that works. Uh, Kate's with us on 0800 The Edge. Oh, sorry, Peter's with us on 0800 The Edge. Uh, your town's famously not famous for what, Pete? Uh, so Hukurangi up in Northland has a whale's penis behind the bar in the local pub. How big are they? Oh, it's a couple of feet. Yeah. yeah. Some poor, so some poor whale had his... Had his bits and pieces cut off and is hanging in the back of a pub in Northland. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. It's an odd one, but most locals know about it and quite a few tourists stop in to have a look at it. Mm, hikarangi. Come and look at a bit of Wales dong. <laughs> <laughs> Great town slogan. <laughs> we've got Milton that's kinky and we've got Wales dong in Northland. Yeah, there we good. go. Thank you very much, Petey. You can keep these coming through. 3343. Three. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. The Edge Safe House. Fed by Burger King. Now, as we know, Guy and Sam, we're feeling for them so much. Uh, from the Edge Workday, they're locked in a safe house somewhere in New Zealand. You can win $5,000 by being the first to knock on the door and ask, is this the Edge safe house between only the hours of 7 in the morning and 8 at night? And if you can't get to the safe house, another $5,000 up for grabs by dropping a pin on the exact location at theedge.co.nz. Jeez, I can just imagine what it smells like in this enclosed room that they haven't left in four days. But Guy and Sam join us now live from the safe house. Guys, action stuff. Stations just during those last two songs. Tell us what happened. Oh, my heart. Wait a second. What's with the mention of all the smell, okay? We get to shower every day. We have good personal hygiene, apart from Guy, who've got to shower this hey, morning. I've got that Rexona uh, deodorant stuff oh, that you only need bickering. to put on once a bickering. day. Yeah, we're losing them. We're losing them. And I know Sam's the Lynx Africa guy, so <laughs> Lynx Africa <laughs> clashing with Rexona. Not, not even antiperspirant, <laughs> just the body spray. But um, if you just joined us on the live stream, you would have witnessed um, something truly horrible. Okay, so I'll paint the picture. I'm sitting on top of some tarp with a chair. Uh, Sam's next to me with a hammer. He brought that for fun. Uh, I was about to get a haircut by one of the kidnappers. Sam got one yesterday. My turn today. Two kidnappers in the room wearing masks. And then what do we hear upon the door, Sam? Uh, not, a knock. Not a just knock. a knock. A large, obnoxious knock. Now like we've a got big the old knock. We've got the audio of this because, of course, if someone knocks on the uh, on the house and says, "Is this the Edge Safe House?" They win the five grand. Have a listen to just what happened. Two and a half minutes ago. Somebody knocked on the door, but they weren't looking for us. They were looking for somebody else. Is that what just happened? <laughs> That was just oh, two minutes ago. You were goodness. so close. It, somebody came to the house, wait, but wait. they weren't coming for us. 
<laughs> I feel sorry for them. They almost won $5,000. Like, you, you know what you do when you're kidnapped? You mean, when someone comes, you mean to go, help, call authorities! No, call the police! No. I've not... formed an unhealthy relationship with our kidnappers. We played cards earlier. <laughs> yeah, I beat them at snaps. So. He's got Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. I was about to get a haircut. Those things are like 45 bucks, so I didn't want to <laughs> rock the boat. If that person is listening right now who asked for Jill, they're, they're, oh, gee, they missed out on a lot of money. Yeah, so... Uh, we remain in the house. Um, I'm going to get a haircut. Uh, if you want to watch it, join us on the live stream. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. 60 seconds to find where you throw out ludicrous scenarios and uh, see if someone listening uh, can uh, call up and say that's happened to them. Okay, Ben, you can kick it off. All right, I like, the, I like this game because you never know what you're going to end up with. You're going to start with... I was just uh, reading an article that uh, our old mate Sharon sent through. Uh, she said, great radio banter around this. Uh, a woman in America unfortunately got her head stuck in the exhaust pipe of a car. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't one of those oversized trucks at a Minnesota music festival. And so I don't know why she decided to have a look or something. And then she got her head sort of wedged inside the exhaust pipe. So I thought, have you got your head stuck somewhere before? Obviously, many, many tailpipes are probably unlikely to get your head stuck in New Zealand. But where have you ever got your head stuck? And you've had to have other people help you help remove you your out. head. Not just like a temporary, oh, it's like actually get your head stuck somewhere. Have you ever had anything stuck in your exhaust pipe? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know what that... Anyway. No? no? My car? Yeah. No. No, I've never had anything in my exhaust pipe. Okay. Someone's... I, I, although, da- I left work one night and someone had put something in, but it shot out immediately because it can do a lot of damage if someone puts a... Yeah. Uh, you know, something in there. Yeah. can clog back up, fires back no, in, blows not, your car up. Not good, not good. You don't work out. 0800 The Edge, where have you had your head and stuck? What's your, what grim topic are you going to throw out this afternoon, mate? Okay. Have you ever accidentally... Hooked up with a relative. Oh, <laughs> you didn't know they were a relative, uh, but you hooked up. I don't know how far it got. I don't know how far the uh, down the road of romance it got, All but right. I want to know. Oh, 800 The Edge. People <laughs> are live ex- on the radio. Remember, you're live on the radio, people. Accidental relative hookups, the 60 seconds to find these people. Start now. Oh, 800 The Edge, if you want. Greer, your phone's through already. You hooked up with a relative, did you? What? No? Okay. You got your <laughs> no. head stu- you got your head stuck somewhere inside a relative? <laughs> no, no, in a cat door. <laughs> oh you got your head stuck in a cat door. <laughs> and did what did you have to get other people to help you move your head out? Oh that's how my mum and my stepdad met when I was two. He got me out of a cat door. Oh really? And they were like Yeah. What a great love at first sight. What a great story to tell. It's a funny story how it happened more well, Dumbass yeah. kid got their head stuck in a cat door, but I've found love. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Greer. You hold the line. Uh, thanks to Night and Day. We've got a $50 voucher uh, you've won. So head to nightandday.co.nz to find a location near you. You can get hot food, nachos, wedges, hash browns, American hot dogs, all sorts there. Well done, Greer. And it wasn't lost on her that you said head to Night and Day. Unnecessary, Ben. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, Morgan. A, a, a guy I know um, was seeing this girl for a while. Mm. And he sort of, through the grapevine, found, uh, found out that it was his cousin. And he thought he'd better go around and, and break the bad news. Um, got there, she was in her best lingerie. He couldn't help himself, so he went there oh, again. Geez. It's all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay, that, that's, that's 60 seconds to fight for another day. Uh, maybe the last time we're doing that one. Thank you for calling. John O, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Hey, Lucy's in here right now from the office. How's it going, Lucy? Good to have you on, Lucy. Thanks. You doing well? Yes. You're looking nervous. You're looking apprehensive. You tentatively touched no, that no, microphone no. like not you're like, yeah. didn't know what was going to happen. Listen, now we've, we've got you in here, Lucy. Yeah. 
Some money's been going missing from the office. Yeah. <laughs> we have security camera footage, but we thought we'd just let you fess up first. Yeah. I, I can fess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, in all seriousness, uh, Deadweight Dan, our producer. <laughs> it's got something to do with money, doesn't it? Uh, really wanted does. to drag you in here, and he wanted to confront you live on air. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Now... I don't know I, what's going on here either, so for the record. I went out before um, during my lunch break. I needed to do some shopping. I've just moved into a new place. We need a few diff- different utensils for the kitchen. Okay. And um, I went out and brought a cheese grater. Now, I, ca- I, I wanted a quality cheese grater, okay? I wanted something that will last over the years, okay? You want to grate your cheese with yeah. pride and sophistication. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For I'll, many years to come. Yeah, for many years to come. I don't want it to rust in the, in the dishwasher. I want to have quality grated cheese yeah. for the rest of my days. <laughs> okay? So I decided to splash out on a cheese grater, and I spent $25.50. Okay? Some would say... A lot of money on a cheese grater. And what was your what was your argument that it would be, you could get well, a cheap no, cheese grater? First, Dan swans back into the office, <laughs> holding so. his like Millie's um, branded bag. No, it's, a great it's, shop. it's a wanker grater. Is no, a, it's a great very, shop. It's a very flash kitchen shop in mm. Ponsonby. Mm. Nothing under the uh, n- under the price of twenty five dollars. <laughs> and I said, "Well, what were you buying from that shop?" He pulls out a cheese grater. Yeah. I was expecting like I don't know. You don't buy a cheese grater from such a Fancy shop, Dan. No, you go to use... Kmart and you buy. Mm. I said you could have bought a cheese grater for $2 no. from Kmart. That no. grater is used to uh, grate truffles from the south of France. <laughs> yeah. not, your, not your crappy budget cheese. Maybe I am wanting to grate truffle from the south of France. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of salary producer Dan is on to mm. be able to afford a $26 cheese grater. Well, if it's in relation to his workload, I'm gathering not much. <laughs> Uh, look, I'll, I'll, all I'll say is I'm very well overpaid, okay, for what I do. <laughs> Which is nothing. So. Which is nothing. Yeah. So uh, I'm just, uh, all my argument is that I think if you're going to buy something quality, buy a cheese grater quality because, you know, no. these things deteriorate. No, you splash out on knives, you splash out on pots, you splash out on pans. Those are the accessories in the kitchen you just got to came out. $2 here, $5 there, you know. You get all those. You I don't reckon spend people are thirty dollars gonna... on a cheese grater. I reckon people will stick up for me. I went under the edge. <laughs> okay, we'll throw Do it out. Do you there. think twenty five dollars is too much to pay for a cheese grater? And should we give the grater away on the radio? No. Yes. No. Yes. no. <laughs> if the audience decides it's too much money, then we give it away. <laughs> That well, makes course. sense. Yeah, it does. That makes it does sense. Make, in the world of radio, and you, go that and, makes bu- sense. And, you, and you go and buy a normal price cheese grater from Kmart, a battler grater. Well, and let's be honest, I do earn a lot of money, so I can't afford to buy another one. Okay, so I went on the edge. If you decide that this cheese grater is too much, we'll give it away to the next okay. caller. All right. Rochelle, what do you reckon? Too expensive for a cheese grater? No, it's awesome. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Th- you know what? If you're spending 25 bucks, you're getting quality. You're getting quality. Now someone's texting saying, uh, "No, I." Uh, someone's texting saying, "I spent seventy-five dollars on a potato masher." Seventy-five dollars on a potato masher. Damn. So maybe a twenty-five dollar wow. grater is not out of the question. Uh, the edge. Hello. Too much for the cheese grater. Um, it depends on if it's a four-sided cheese grater or if it's just a one-sided cheese oh. grater. Oh, it's a, do you want me to go get it? It's a four-sided. Yeah, okay, it's a four-sided it. cheese grater. Hold on. So. It is actually Sorry. it's a very big grater. Mm. Okay, so now you know all the great. intel. Now you know all the it's intel. Great. Is that too much for a grater? Nah, it's not because you can get like a one-sided one from Tupperware, which is like the same price. No, it's not. Okay, well, there you go. Oh, I'll tell you what, one of the worst things when you get your fingers when you're grating yeah, too close. Yeah, oh. it won't happen with this one. Oh, you reckon? No, because it's <laughs> expensive. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And one more call. Too much for the cheese grater? Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Sure. <laughs> okay, and I'll tell you what, because you knew what you were calling up for, we're going to give you the $25 cheese grater. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. That's my there cheese you go, grater. just like that. Totally. Awesome. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> You're going to be grating cheese for generations <laughs> to come. Yesterday, you forgot about Dre with the Anne Marie song. Oh, we did forget about Dre. And we should never forget about Dre. because <laughs> him reminded us, didn't oh, That was a joke on your part. And nobody got it. Or you just basically forgot about Dre. <laughs> Thank you very much, Carl. Appreciate yes, that. Enjoy should... your cheese grater. It's a, it's a flash one. Yo, choice. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. They've got a brand new track out at the moment. Another smash hit, 660 Vibes. And we're joined in the studio by Chris Mack from the band. How's it going? Hello, I'm good. I like that you called it already. It's only a single today. It's a smash hit, uh, mate. I'm playing a smash hit. It's already a smash. Yeah. All right, you, fantastic. You, you must have got to the stage. You, but the band has been so successful for such a long amount of time. Thank you so much. That when you release a song and you're like, it didn't quite hit smash hit status. Right. You must be like, oh, guys. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Pull it together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have meetings. Uh, we go on retreats. Uh, <laughs> we... It's hard to get things charting. We tried to do a song about a year and a half ago with my dad, which admittedly in hindsight maybe is not the way to ch- get a song charting. But for a couple of days it was going good because we we're getting everyone to plug it on yeah. iTunes and then it just slipped and slided down the charts. Yeah, we're pretty lucky that songs <laughs> stick around for a little bit. It's, it's quite nice because yeah. that just gives us a bit more time to work on more songs. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise that's a really quick turnaround for us. Of course your song's heard everywhere. I've been out with you before. I think we are at one place and within 10 minutes, three of your songs played. Now, either you text ahead and say you're going to be there playing my songs. I sure did, uh, That was my theory. Uh, But where is the most (laughs) random place that you've heard one of your songs play? Well, you do hear... Oh, it it was on at the gym today. Because I work out, guys. Um, <laughs> looking good, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So much. Fishing yeah. for compliments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't fishing, but I like what I caught. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, I, you, you hear it everywhere in the bathroom. Like, it, it's one of those songs that kind of just comes on. And I always get in my head, I'm like, oh, everyone's going to be looking at me. No one is looking at me. I'm the bass player. I could literally walk off stage at the end of a show and people would be like, who's that guy? It's, uh, <laughs> hey, don't talk to me. Yeah, no, you know, I've I'd, seen you in concert. You like you take over, you know. You're goddamn right, I do. <laughs> Here's the thing: it's your time to shine. Let's just hope the other guys don't listen. But the, the fact of the matter is, <laughs> I just smoke those guys on stage, right? We can talk I'm about not it. Saying they're not, they're not amazing. No, ben, but... I hear what you're saying. I'm <laughs> no. much better than the other guys. You heard it here first. Ben Voice thinks yeah. I'm the best oh, geez, person yeah. on the bench. <laughs> uh, we got Chris Mack with us uh, from Six Sixty. New song out uh, today, which is called Vibes. Um, Chris. Gonna ask you a question. Okay. You and Ben, you hang out a lot. Yeah. Okay. Ben, I'm gonna. That wasn't a really a question. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, that was a question. Ben, you need to tell us five things about Chris Mack. Oh, jeez. That we won't know. Mm. That you won't know. Mm. Okay. All right. You put me on the spot here. Okay. Real dark but, stuff. Real dark <laughs> yeah, shit. Okay. Jono specifically won't know because oh, okay. I refuse to hang out with him. So okay. he doesn't allow okay. about me. All right. Um, you spent a lot of time growing up in Darwin. That's yeah, true. No, I don't know if you're I, in the outback. Yeah, yeah. In the middle of Australia. The real Australia where uh, it, it is typical in at least once a week to have a crocodile on the front page of the newspaper. That is not <laughs> even a joke. That is, as that's, there's not a lot going on, wow. to be honest. So uh, crocodiles really take over the news cycle. <laughs> <laughs> well, fact number three, Chris Mack, we don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, you have no taste buds. Like, he will eat the hottest food. All right. And, <laughs> and, and like it's nothing. Like you're eating an apple or something. Yeah, I do have a real spicy 
tongue? Is that what you call it? Lovely spicy tongue. I love spicy food. Yeah. The, yeah. Spi- I, I once uh, I once complained to a to a local shop because they they said yeah we'll bring you out nice and spicy. I said no, no, properly spicy. We had like a good five minute conversation. Mm. Brought it out not spicy at all. And so I, I sent it back. Now producer Dan has got hot sauce. He claims it's the hottest sauce in the world. Would you be willing to taste it right I'll take now? Take it right now. Well, this is what well. you had the other day. And oh, you I, I had literally had a a, dr- a tiny drop of my finger. Yeah. I was driving home on the southern motorway, still coughing and wheezing. This is my literally my favorite hot sauce. See, it's like a this favorite the, hot sauce. Yeah, this is the Cully's, but. Like, I'll have it. Will you? Okay, I'll, I'll have it. I'll get my reaction and your reaction at the same well, time. How much do you have to say? Just, I only had a dollop the other day. All right. No, this is... That's a dollop. <laughs> <laughs> You're not good with hot food. You're like oh, me, John. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I put a lot. Yeah, Sorry, a lot. lot. Okay, all right. I'll take it all. I don't care. Will you? I'm a <gasps> madman. <laughs> this, yeah. Hey, producer Dan, can you get me some milk? <laughs> oh, Dan. <laughs> you. I'm hurting. It's a bit spicy. You only had a little bit compared to Chris. Yeah, I mean, what are you feeling now? You, you like this is ta- you're looking no, at like you can see. You oh can yeah, see. it's eyes are welling up. Yeah, it's it's spicy, but I would, I would legitimately put that all over my foot. I do. Yeah. This one uh, specifically, actually. Yeah. I go through this one pretty quickly. So I, I heard a rumor that Post Malone was at your New Zealand gig. That's what the security guard told me. Did you know if that's true or not? It can't possibly be true. Because he was here in the country at the time, and I was leaving your, your, your gig at Villa Maria, and they were like, oh, Post Malone was here today. Here's why I don't think Just wandering around the crowd. No, it could have been Post Malone or any other bogan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I was like, you sure? He's well, like, yeah, a hoodie up. I was yeah, like, oh. tats on his face. It must have been Post Malone. Yeah. Didn't you have Nelly show up at one of your guys' houses once? Yeah, so one, one time we were watching the Grammys at our manager's house, these two massive guys come up the stairs and they start scoping the place out. I'm like, this is kind of weird, but whatever. And then Nelly walks up five seconds later and we're like, hey guys, is that Nelly? Yeah, he was definitely Nelly. He didn't have the bandit on, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He came up, he hung out. We were playing, but, uh, what's that cornhole? You know, we got to get the beanbag through the whole game. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were. Yeah. I think it's called cornhole. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want. Cornhole sounds like something else. I didn't else. want to call it cornhole, but it's. <laughs> I know what you mean, but I don't. Maybe. So, uh, Dan producer Dan saying sandbagging, sure, which sandbagging. also sounds sounds like a like yeah. a move you might see in a Karma Sutra book or something. But yeah, and so uh, we were doing some of the things that you might do expect to do with Nelly, and uh, we had a great night. And the the weird thing was there was a car running outside the whole time. This this kind of level these people are at. Yeah. He's just got a driver sitting in the car waiting for him Ready to, get to go to this party. And he was there for hours. What's the, the car's running the whole time. <laughs> he must have had, like, extra petrol in the boot as well because, like, at some point it's going to run out and the driver's going to go, hey, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, sure. How quick an exit is Nelly needing to make? You never know how bad Cornhole can get, mate. <laughs> it gets very competitive. Uh, Chris Mack with us uh, from 660. You want to play a bit of a game with you, okay? Sure. Uh, we're going to call a radio station and we're going to see if you can request... One of your own songs. Okay, all right. The we'll vibes call the, one? You can, yes, call the vibes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're Quest Vibes. It's yeah. out today. Uh, we're calling, um, we're going to call More FM here. Jason, Jason, JJ. Jason, Jason, JJ. We actually got the hotline, so hopefully they answer. You six- hi, More FM. Oh, um, hi. Hi. Um, I was just wondering if I could um, request a song, please. You want to request a song? Yeah. Uh, yep, yeah, what song do you like? I'd, I'd really like to hear the new um, 660, uh, the single Vibes. 660? Yeah, it was from their last EP. It was, it was a smash. Really popular EP, actually. We, we love 660 here That's at Morrison. Me too. Yeah, we play we play heaps of heaps of their songs. I don't don't think we've got that one. Uh, what about Closer or Don't Give It Up? I'd really like to hear Vibes. Okay, well, if, if I can get it on for you, who do you want me to dedicate it to? Chris. Chris. Not Chris Mack. 
Yeah, maybe. <laughs> JJ. Chris, Mac, you're my favourite from 660. <laughs> DC, everyone's saying it. Oh, this is awkward because all the other band members are in here, JJ. <laughs> oh, now oh, they've what? left, JJ. Jeez. John O'Ban and Sharon here, JJ. We've got great. We saw, saw, thought you uh, could request a song. Chris, you came on with a lot of intel about the band. You're <laughs> yeah. like, it's out today. It was on the EP. I'm going to have to talk to my boss about getting that one on the playlist. It's but the I new do. single, JJ. <laughs> what, what are you talking It's the new single. You have to play it. I'm just the middleman. Can you go above me for that one? I oh, absolutely will. <laughs> because I absolutely would love to play it. I'd play 660 all day, every day if I could. Oh, thanks, JJ. I love yeah. you. That seems quite extreme. <laughs> that is a lot. All day, every day. It'd help for the charts, though. <laughs> well, good luck with your new single then, guys. Good to hear from you guys. See ya. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Jason, JJ, more FM, more successful drive show. Yeah, this yeah. is the one I'll be listening to. Uh, Chris Mack from 660, go and... Um, Go and have a great day. <laughs> There's a side off. There's a side off. You do this for a living. Go on, you go on, you go on. Go and have a great day. <laughs> no, it's always fun hanging out. And new music uh, coming soon, I hear, as well. Yeah, we're working on some stuff. We're working on some I can't do too much. Okay. But uh, there's some stuff in the pipeline. In the cornhole pipeline. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.